All right, good morning. This is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. They've got a little music going in the background, we unless did. I'm just hearing that in my head, which... No. Well, it could be. Could be. You could also be hearing it in your head. You're also hearing it in your head. But it was fading in us Okay, slowly, as long so. as I'm not alone on that. <coughs> oh, bless you. Bless you, Colin. Got a lot going bless on. you, Excuse bless me. you. Thank you. Um, it is Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher yes. Keel. This is the Daily Dose on WLWT. So we are getting through a couple of headlines this morning. Uh, you know, Fletcher, you worried that this was another downer day. Yes, there's a lot of heavy news to cover, but it's not uh, quite as heavy as yesterday, I don't mm -hmm. think. So uh, we will talk quickly. Uh, just this morning, I want to say around 5 a.m. this came through. Around 5, 5.30, yeah. somewhere in there. Time is a flat circle when That's you're true. up at the hour that we are at. Um, an announcement came out from Washington that there has been a tentative agreement between the unions and the railways um, regarding the potential strike that was set to start tomorrow um, and obviously could have had really serious impacts on not just you know supply chain and cost of shipping and all of that, but also potentially seeing more trucks on the road. They're already struggling to staff offices mm -hmm. there. So um, they have reached a tentative agreement. Uh, we'll, I'm sure, learn more about the details of that tentative agreement today. But as of right now, avoiding a strike with the rail workers, which, you know, is a positive thing as long as this all works out for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, you know, We've seen prices drop in terms of gas and other things, uh, you know, so this could be hugely, hugely contingent mm -hmm. on, uh, on what happens with uh, prices like that. Uh, in other news, we had uh, an I-75 shooting that sent um, two people to the hospital. Um, we don't know the condition right now and haven't had an update, but we do expect one from police. So um, this is quite the scene and it shut down the uh, 70, 75 uh, northbound uh, overnight as well. So for quite some time we had I think uh, I was going to say Miana Massey. You know, we didn't. Meredith Stutz on it uh, this morning, but um, she was told by Cincinnati police that uh, one man and a teenage boy they were brought into UCMC with gunshot wounds. Um, I'm, I'm wrong. The teenage boy was listening critical and rushed into uh, surgery, so we did know that condition. Uh, but 75 North, it's back open after that shooting, and then there was a crash uh, in all of this. Uh, it took place around the uh, 11th Street. Around 11 on 75 northbound between Paddock and Town uh, Street. So, just a heads up if you're seeing any lingering issues from that. Yeah, roads reopen, so it should yeah. be good. But if you were driving through, you're curious what the heck happened. No uh, pretty shot out there. Let's check in with Randy. All right, so this morning we definitely have some River Valley fog here. You can see it uh, over top of the Ohio and the Lickings, maybe a little bit of it uh, over top of the Little Miami as well. The temperature right now 59 degrees. Expect the fog to clear in the next hour, hour and a half or so, and then bring on some sunshine. Lunchtime, sunny skies and 76 and our high this afternoon, 82. It will still be comfortable tomorrow morning, but notice those afternoon highs climbing each day into next week. All right, so um, yes, 75 is reopened. Everything is reopened there. But uh, again, if you're driving through, you're kind of like, what is going on and why is this shut down? It was only shut down actually for about four hours, which yeah, is surprising. From 11, I think they so said like they were three. expecting it to reopen at 5 a.m. It wound up reopening at 3 a.m. Yeah. thereabouts. Uh, and the shooting happened around or at 11 p.m. last night. So. Yeah, only it sounds like it should have been a much longer shutdown. So kind of the four hours kind of a, a good thing there. Obviously not if you're in it. But. Right. They are still looking for the car. Mm -hmm. One of the cars that fired shots. They don't know if the two were firing at each other or if just one car fired shots, but they said a car took off. So they're still looking for that car. Um, and that's what we expect to get updates on from police today, uh, as well as that 16 year old. So we are also in day three of the Pike County murder trial involving George Wagner the fourth yesterday, or we were in day three. Today yeah, is today day, will four. Be day four. Yeah. Um, day three, we most, mostly heard from 
well, we didn't hear, but a lot of law enforcement officials were taking the stand to testify, um, many of them opting out of audio and video recording, which is something that you have the ability to do in these certain trials in Ohio. There was some frustration over public officials choosing to not have their audio and video being recorded. Um, we'll see if that changes at all as we head through this trial. I know some requests were made, um, but the sheriff was one of the people who spoke uh, talking about what they found when they arrived. We did hear from an EMT. She was one of the only people to be agreed to be audio and video recorded during uh, her testimony, just talking about what they found. And man, just it is it's heartbreaking every time we hear more from these people who were on scene but um, the children who were there who were found thankfully were alive um, it's it's tough to hear so day four we'll see who starts to take the stand just as a heads up they are going in chronological order because I know there's been conversation about potential marijuana grow on property they just haven't really dove into it apparently they're going in chronological order to kind of like set the scene mm -hmm. so we'll see if they uh, hit anything more on that today all right, and we saw yesterday um, new bike lanes come into northern Kentucky. Obviously, um, there was a deadly uh, hit and run at first, and they did arrest um, some people in, uh, involved with uh, Gloria San Miguel's death, uh, who was hit and killed uh, just last month biking on the 11th Street Bridge. So now they're going to add bike lanes to that bridge. Um, so, we, you know, I've seen people pass that bridge, and I, I use that bridge not often, but I have used it before. And, you know, there's people that walk in uh, on there and they have to get to and from Newport and Covington. So it's something that you know, I think this community is starting to become a little bit more mindful of bikers and, and other transportation um, that people take, especially when it comes to, to biking and walking and um, keeping our streets safe for those individuals. So, yeah, the big thing there was that it was it's a state road. So they were like, we can't just do something as the cities. We would love yeah. to, but we can't. But I think they agreed right. with the state to add barriers, which, you know, is not like the end all answer, but certainly something that um, can go up, they said, within the next three to four weeks. So yeah. pretty That's quick start, pretty and quick action kind of shows the power of what happens when a community sees something that they want changed, right. brings it to the attention of those who have the power to change it. And even if it is multiple jurisdictions or whatever it is Work in together. this case coming together, They'll find a way to get done. Yeah. Uh, the Ohio abortion ban is suspended for now, and this is um, based out of Hamilton County. So it's very interesting to us here a judge putting a two week suspension on that ban um, for Ohio's heartbeat law. So for the next two weeks, um, abortions are able to take place. The judge didn't rule on it, just ruled to say, there's going to be a suspension until the judge does rule on it. So right. it's something based in Hamilton County that does have statewide impact. Um, and it comes on the same day that the Indiana abortion ban takes effect. Takes effect, yeah. So the Ohio uh, ban being lifted uh, is the six-week ban. So now for the next two weeks, uh, abortions up to 20 weeks, I believe, is the cutoff. Yes. Um, and then I believe Indiana is a six-week yes, um, ban as well. So yeah. that is going into effect, um, as you are saying, Kelly. So kind of flip flop in what the what the laws are in uh, close proximity for us in the tri-state area. Yeah, especially. they also said the only reason or only way that a there are two things happening in Indiana that could impact their new law. And what's interesting about the Indiana one is it's the first new law to go mm -hmm. in place across the country since Roe was overturned. So um, that's new for the entire country. But also there unless there was an emergency injunction put in today for whatever reason or an emergency filing that will start today. Um, but there are two things currently working through the court systems that could come down later and impact the Indiana bill. And Indiana is one of the cases or one of the states that does have a um, health of the mother exception. Okay. 
Um, so if, in case you might have forgotten, because well, this is. was so, confusing. so much has happened, even though right. it was only three months ago, so much has happened since that it's nice to have a refresher like that. Um, well, so yeah, so being different, uh, health, of, health of the mother um, and uh, rape or incest as well in Indiana are the exceptions there. Okay, we do want to end on a happier note. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, Oktoberfest, they're setting up for it. We mm -hmm. found out this morning as we were trying to come into work. Yeah. So if you take Second Street, you're not taking that uh, any time in the next three to four days. Um, and as often happens, the mayor has declared uh, Oktoberfest a half-day holiday for the city of Cincinnati. I don't know. I know our bosses don't abide by those declarations. I don't know if maybe other people who work in the downtown area, they do. Um, but yes, Oktoberfest gets yeah. underway, and it is. It's a fun weekend for Cincinnati. Uh, tons of people head downtown. There's lots of good food, good music, and we know who's leading the chicken dance. Yes, we Hamilton. Do. So it'll be super, Hamilton. super spectacular. Well, you want to you break out of your rendition of I'm Hamilton good. for us? I'll, I'll save that for on the way. Or the chicken dance. Okay. Or the chicken dance. Or yeah, are they going to rap the chicken dance? That's what I'm saying. Are they going to do might. their own version of it? That'd be great. Know. That could be interesting. I don't know. That could be controversial. I'd it could like be like it. the their own rendition well, of the national anthem, and we all know that doesn't go over well. Here's yeah. my question: Is the chicken dance copywritten like the birthday song was for years and years and for over a century? Because that's why restaurants had different. It wasn't just happy birthday at a restaurant. They had to come up with their own thing because the birthday song had a copyright claim on it. So, does there are no words? There are no. Yeah, that's a good point. There are. Those are the words. All right. I think that's all we have for today's daily dose. Tomorrow's Friday. We are very excited about it, and obviously very busy weekend. So we'll have more on that tomorrow. See you on Friday. Have a good day.